Welcome to High on the Hog with Merrill Schindler and co-hosts Joanna Belson and Janice Hardoon. This is a podcast about all things cannabis. Tune in every week as Merrill, Joanna, and Janice discuss the medical benefits of CBD and THC products with each other, as well as with informed guests from the cannabis industry and the lawmakers who regulate it. Enjoy the show. There's a term that I'm finding here. The term is nanotechnology. And the man who knows all about it is Christopher Robin Hulliger. Did I pronounce your name correctly, Christopher? In America, it's Hulliger. Okay. In, in, in Norway or Sweden or Switzerland, it would be Uliger. <laughs> so I don't think we're there. We may have listeners there. It is possible. Um, I think we do. We're in the Nordic region. This is Merrill Schindler. And um, you come to, as to... So many of the people that we have on High on the Hog, you come to CBD from a personal experience. Yes. Yes. I, I mean, it's almost universal. I don't, I'm not sure, Joanna Belson, that we've had anyone on the show who didn't have a personal experience that led them to, myself included. I had a disease called Bullis pemphigoid that no one, no, no one knows what it is. I might be the only one, actually. You, but you didn't? Oh, I mean, okay. just for maybe my ADHD. Yeah. Or to help your mom. Yes, family. Yeah, that, that's also possible. That's certainly possible. Um, your tale is is almost hard to believe. Can you can you tell walk us through it? Well, I'm um, I'm you know the more recent experience that I had where uh, CBD and and limited amounts of THC helped cure my cancer was I uh, in late December of uh, 2010 I was diagnosed with lymphoma <coughs> stage stage 4 type B lymphoma and I and that was up at I uh, Sutter uh, Santa Rosa Sutter Hospital uh, in California Santa Rosa California with Dr. Ian Anderson and I and they told me that I was going to you know, probably not live much more than three months and started me in on chemotherapy um, and in into my second round, they said that they're going to give me an experimental chemotherapy. Unfortunately, that chemotherapy <coughs> advanced pancreatic cancer in me. And so suddenly I went from no pancreatic cancer to stage four pancreatic cancer. Which is pretty much a death sentence. Yeah, they told me I was going to die in five to 20 days. And yeah. how old were you at the time? So I'm 57 now. I think I was 50, 49. Okay. I was okay. 49. You had a few a few good years ahead of you. Yeah. 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 Wow. And so where did CBD come in? Where did medical cannabis come in? Well, I, I had been working with Dr. Richard White at UC Davis through UCD, UC Davis Medical and I and doing his you know clinical medical research on uh, pediatric oncology. And, and so we had been working with CBD since 1987. Uh, but actually back in 1987, we were trying to find a cure for Parvo. And so we, did, which is dogs, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, the FDA generally doesn't allow you to use, you know, unregistered medicines, uh, you know, that haven't been approved by the FDA on humans. Right. So there's only a couple of ways that you can get that medicine into your patients. It's either 
uh, you take it overseas or you take it to Indian reservations. Really? Yeah. Okay. Or or to the through the VA, you know, Veterans Administration or or government, you know, agencies that, you know, get it into the soldiers. So you look at a death sentence essentially. Yes. Um and what was was medical cannabis out of desperation or was it out of someone had said, Hey, you know what? There's some good stuff going on with this. Well, actually, it was my friend Obadiah Schweitzer that I came to the hospital and said, I, Christopher, remember this? And I, you know, and I had brain fog because I, I had done chemotherapy and so many painkillers I was on, you know, they came in sure. every 15 minutes and, you know, and, and gave me an IV of whatever to take me out of pain, you know, fentanyl and Oxycontin and. Uh, and, and then uh, some people pay good money for <laughs> on the street. Yeah, well, and some people are paying good time in prison now too. Yes. <laughs> right. Thank God. You know the the uh, farm pharmacologists are going to prison now for for what they've done to us humans. But anyway, what what did he give to you? What did he show you? Oh, he showed me a uh, oil that I made twenty years before, and I you know with Doctor White. What was the occasion for making that oil twenty years before? Uh, well, we were we were experimenting on animals that had parvo oh. and basal cell carcinoma. Now, so, so this was this was was CBD for dogs. Yes. Go it, ahead. And are you Donna. a scientist by trade, or how did you like? My my, my family is. Okay. I mean, you know, I mean, if you look up our last name, and then look up technologies, you'll find uh, probably about half of my you know relatives in Europe are scientists. But is this like your job and career, and then yeah. be, okay, got it. Yeah. I'm a I'm a I'm a microbiologist, self trained. Okay, you know, self taught. <coughs> Very my, cool. My grandfather was a nuclear physicist. Yeah. So you're in the family business, as it were. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's very good. So, so um, uh, he, he gave you the oil. Was the oil a tincture? Was it a um, something you smoked? It, no, an injectable. Injectable. Okay. Yeah. And um, I assume the doctors would not give this to you in the hospital. <laughs> not a chance. So, how'd you get into you? I, I well, I had to go AMA. I had to leave the hospital. Right. You know, so if that was the first thing I had to do was uh, leave the hospital. As far as I knew, you were leaving the hospital to die. Right. Yeah. And then I had to then I had to go beg a doctor to uh, to get it into my pancreas. Yeah, um, yeah. that's quite I a can't doctor. Say, I can't say who. Yeah, because it's illegal. That, that's quite a doctor. I yeah. most. Um, yeah. I hope you're still in contact with this person. Yeah. <laughs> you you, um, you walk to most awesome. doctors' offices with uh, with a, an ampule or something and said, "Hey, I, I need this injected to me." And they're not the, going to be real friendly about that. Yeah. And is it just like X marks the spot and you're laying there? No. No, it was a. Ran a catheter up through my femoral artery, and I and then they directed it with a with an ultrasound and a, basically a magnet. Wow. Okay, so this was not casual. Like outpatient. Yeah. Yes. Okay. This is wow. Um, and what was the response? Was there an immediate response? He said he wouldn't do it. Oh well, no. <laughs> <laughs> But once, once you had shown wait, him, wait, wait, we need to know how he talked him into it. Well, I was saying, once you had shown him your thirty-eight, he, he changed his mind. Uh, how'd you talk him into it? Uh, well, he was my friend, yeah, and 
And he and and before I went into the hospital, he told me it would save my life. Yeah, you know, um, so I held him to it. Okay, that's very. <laughs> or at least cure your parvo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, what he, bar- what was he barks your, occasionally. What was your response to it? What was what my, was your body's response oh, to it? I, was it immediate or was it slow? I I I immediately got sick. Oh, yeah, I immediately started puking. So you probably didn't want to try this again. Well, we did. Okay. Yeah, later. So you started vomiting. Then what? Uh, well, I started vomiting, and they. Well, actually, what what they did was they wouldn't they wouldn't run the the uh, 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 infusion themselves. Right. So they made me put my thumb on it. Yeah. And and I was trying. I with all the strength in the world that I didn't have the strength to even compress that. You know that. That yeah. plunger of the syringe, and I and so it was a ten milliliter syringe right. with a six milliliters of a, of CBD, you know, in the front of it, and then behind it, you know, other oil to push it through, a heavier oil. You know, if you had, um, God forbid, perished in the doctor's office, <laughs> it would create a few issues for the poor doctor too. It would have. Um, yeah, that, well, you that's know, why they made him push this on. I'm, I'm not sure. Well, but even beyond that, it's uh, it's a little hard to explain how a person winds up in the office with a syringe in him. It's like, I don't know. I, I thought it, I thought I was just giving him up. You know? I imagine that Pulp Fiction scene. Yeah. Um, no. So, uh, Were they like, sure. how long did it take for this to, for you to respond to this? Uh... Well, I got taken out of there. My I had a nurse that was taking care of me, right? And I, you know, not really a hospice nurse because hospice won't allow you to do anything like this. Jeez. And I, so I had a private nurse that took me back to Mendocino, and I, and I didn't even make it back to Mendocino when I, I, I guess you could say I kind of passed out, right? Yeah. So, so I was in a private car, you know, going back, and he didn't. He didn't notice that I had like slumped over, and I and then when we got back to uh, the house where I was staying, and I was staying with a doctor too, you know they were their I get you know their response was, well he doesn't seem to be in pain, you know, and I was breathing fine, <laughs> or or you at least you were breathing. I I think. I mean, what, were you unconscious and heard this? I well this particular. Uh, infusion was uh, 200 basically per milliliter it was uh, 250 milligrams of THC and uh, 270 milligrams of CBD that, that's a big dose it's a big dose that's per a, milliliter that's a mega mega yeah per milliliter yeah. nano wow. size you know broken down okay. to under 10 nanos yeah so you were um, you, you were going full tilt boogie here right yeah because I uh, because when you nanosize below the blood-brain barrier, which, you know, for the average human being is about 44 nanos, you know, it's the smallest pore is about 44 nanos. Mm-hmm. So the blood-brain barrier in an adult male ranges between 44 nanos and, and 68 nanos. And I so anytime you step, step below that, and then the farther you go, you know, the the more you multiply, you know, the percentage as to, you know, how much more intense that medicine is. We'll get to nanotechnology in a a bit, and not not too intensely because 
we all get confused here. Right. Um, You're the scientist but, and we're but not. There, <laughs> but there is a point at which this began working. Am I yes, correct? Correct. So when was that? Uh, when we blo- when we broke through the blood brain barrier. Okay. And what what was your response? Uh, bliss. <laughs> no, I mean they would do. They would do. They would do. Um, um, it wasn't really my response. Yeah. It was the patients. <laughs> you know, because I, because you know, I mean, I was working with a doctor on the East Coast, Doctor Mark Bledsoe, right. and I. He's a MD, but we you know worked through Columbia, and and I, then I worked with Doctor Ryan Dennis Dorsey. I'm not really working with him right now, but I, but he's a neurologist, neuro neurosurgeon. And I out of the University of South Carolina, and I in the Veterans Administration. You okay, know, so but they would do scans on you. Yes. They would do scans on the tumor. Um, we we you probably have seen Weed the People with the okay. We, you should see Weed the People. It's, it's fantastic. It's about, it's about the the uh, it's, it's pediatric cancer, and mm-hmm. and there are definitely you watch the scans of the tumors diminishing as the kids are administered. Mm-hmm. THC and, and CBD. In your case, um, could you you could see the tumor diminishing? Oh, sure. It was uh, yeah. They they noticed it, uh, it on the fourth day. The uh, the because the tumors you know I had tumors all over my body. The uh, pancreas swelled up my oh, gut. Oh, you know so oh. so after about four days, it had settled down to. Almost a normal size stomach. So you physically saw and felt better immediately. Well, I, I was unconscious. Still, but so they they did. They, they can observe. Wow. Yeah. How long they were you did. unconscious for? It sounds like a long time. Nine days. Oh. Now was it because of the infusion, or were you self, or was it an induced kind of thing? <laughs> well, was, Sorry, I have a lot of questions. It was. Uh, it was because of uh, you know a very large amount of THC. It. It put you out. <laughs> It literally, okay. But that's what your body was resting and yeah. healing itself, yeah. essentially. How long yeah. did recovery, healing and recovery take you? Uh, three months. And were you completely tumor free after that? Yes. And have you been ever since? Yes. How many years is that? Well, actually, I did have a, I did, last year I did have another uh, little bout with uh, with it coming back. Right. With a brain tumor. Oh. oh. Yeah. So what did you do? For Behind that? my left eye. You I inject, yeah, I inject through, through the cranium. Skull? Yep. Wow. Where? Right here. Okay. Just wondering if it's like through your There's, eye. No. <laughs> I, I, well, actually, did you hear about that? No, no, oh. I'm being silly. I, we met this wonderful <laughs> woman on our show who had um, yeah. ovarian cancer, and she filled her holes, that vagina, anus, with THC and got rid of mm-hmm. her tumors right. in his. So I, I don't remember this because I think I left. <laughs> I think my brain left the room as she no. described this. Uh, Brittany Van Gundy, she was I an know amazing. Who it was. Yeah. I, I, I think though, I, I the went, when vaginas went, mentioned you I black went, out. I went to my I went to my happy place. Uh, <laughs> I have um, to warn him if we're going to say vagina. What to your to your founding um, QRE? Uh, well, would you say is, is is quality reliable, exceptional? Yeah. Well, that was Donnie Gentile actually. Uh, came up with the the uh the the phrase and and Cree mo- most of my Chinese friends and you know and Mexican friends Italian friends can't pronounce Chris so they so they call me Cree oh okay yeah and and a lot of people thought I was Cree Indian oh. <laughs> you know, 
But I, but no, it's just. But there were uh, no L's in it. What can't no. they pronounce? I'm <laughs> I know. S. S. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, but, but don't they celebrate Christmas? Who? <laughs> Any of them. <laughs> Just to pronounce it, they got to wish okay, somebody. Okay, so a so the, I, I mean, the company is based on. Am I correct in reading this? You based it on nanotechnology? Yes. Okay, so now it's time to explain what the heck that. So, do this for for someone who's for very the lay simple. person. Okay, yeah. so uh, we're simple. People. So most people believe that nanotechnology is anything smaller than a micron. And I and but anything smaller than a a micron is considered a um, which is a unit of measurement. Other people think that means under a micron, but I but it's a unit of measurement. But I, nanotechnology, true nanotechnology, doesn't become you don't actually enter nanotechnology until you get to the ninth level. You know, so anything smaller than ten nano nanos. You know, so so that's where I work. I work between four and nine nanos, which allows the the medication, which allows the CBD, the THC, to travel to areas that it would not. Absolutely. The stuff that 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 we that we use would not travel where the nano 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 <laughs> would, would travel to. I was waiting for yeah. that. Um, so this is not something that you you buy at at MedMen. No, it's not. This is not something. And no, it's not something you buy online. This, this is a specialty product this for is people actually, who are very this sick. This is medicine. Yes. This is real medicine. I've I've only sold to doctors and hospitals, and I've been giving it away to uh, to a few countries that don't you know that have a social welfare program, but they don't have the funding. So I so I just uh, pay for it myself. Is it always injectable? Is it one hundred percent? No. He has how, tinctures. How, you have a line of tinctures, correct? Yeah. Okay. So do you... But as a tincture, how would the nano... I mean, then it would go through the, the stomach and, you know... It, it, go, it goes through the sub the subcutaneous tissue into the myofascia tissue. Okay. And then spreads from there. You know, there's there's a whole uh, inner layer, you know, uh, system that, I, that, that takes it into your blood. You know, so it's not necessary for you to do an IV... When you have na- nanotechnology, you, know, you can literally just drop it on the skin and it'll go in. So if, if I had brain cancer, would I rub <laughs> it on my head? You can put it anywhere on your body and it will get to your brain. Really? All right. So yeah. I want to know if you had prostate cancer, because I have a friend, yes. how would you treat that? Uh, well, Anywhere or you'd rub it down normal, there? Normally, normally. <laughs> big needle. <laughs> no, well, normally normally what I do is I, is I have the patient, you know, you know, Boot a thirty gauge needle of the of the CBD nano CBD directly into and around the prostate. Even if they've just had it one removed? shot, yes, just one shot, and that's and, all they have to who's do. Who's willing to do that? <laughs> I, well, I, I wish I could put. A, I have patients that have done that. I know, the visual Plenty of I patients. imagine with that one is pretty funny. Just so you know, and you I, know, I do believe it's like that a gynecologist's office kind of. Correct me if I'm wrong. There are doctors out there who are full believers, many, you know, um, many cannot say it publicly, but um, they no. they will do what they can do. I mean, certainly Bonnie Goldstein is a, is a great example of someone who will say it quite publicly. You really should see Weed the People because she's one of the stars of that. There are and, many programs now at universities and stuff that are involving cannabis. So like it's yeah. becoming more and mainstream, remember, especially for the doctors because these doctors have a need for it. When I went to that cannabis and cancer seminar at UCLA, they kept making a point 
This is all anecdotal. We're not allowed to do experimentation. Right. This is all Because they get federal money. Um, and they well, cannot take money from any of the any we, companies. We we have over 140,000 patients that have utilized my medicines That's over amazing. the years. Yeah. And the Just in the last seven is, years. What, what would you say? Third, it, well, Dr. Casso in uh, New Orleans... His uh, his rate is uh, or he has a successful a success rate of ninety one point seven. I told him that was a radio station. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Our classic rock, I think. <laughs> yeah, right. He used to talk at radio, right? <laughs> no, ninety seven point one. Yeah. Now, now I'm not an MD. You know, I'm not a doctor. You know, I'm just a guy that I that developed this, but I. But in in my group of patients, you know, they're not my patients. In my group of uh, of clients, I, uh, you know, I'm right around thirty two percent success. Okay, you have a, you have your finger on the pulse of the industry, as it were. Can you see a time when the government says, "Good, good idea, good stuff"? You know, here's they already here's, have. Here's a hundred million. Oh, they haven't given me any money. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they 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 haven't given me any money, but I but on August the twenty seventh of two thousand and thirteen, uh, Eric Holder and the President of the United States, uh, Mr. Obama, uh, recognized me as the first federally recognized medical marijuana patient because I cured myself of my own cancer utilizing the medicine that I make from the medicine that I grew. That was a different administration. Yes, it yes. was. That was a, a different a different world. Um, Seems like a lifetime know, ago. Uh, about several lifetimes ago. Well, our, you know, the current administration, hopefully nobody gets mad at me. Uh, he's my f- cousin once removed. Okay. Well, you uh, removed him, so. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, his, his, his cousin, uh, Aunt Harriet, is a... Uh, Married my uncle Jack. That's okay. I have lots of family members I don't yeah. speak to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've spoken to him. Oh, I grew up uh, near Atlantic yeah. City, New Jersey, so yeah. I've seen him and his buildings. My See, dad, one of the, my one dad of the... beat him up in 1967. I watched that. Oh, nice. It's a shame they didn't have cell phones back then. We could one see of, the video. One of the... Um, <laughs> You know, one of the great reasons to, to hope for a, a, a younger generation coming in, younger than me, certainly, uh, the next time around, is that it won't just be someone who, um, well, yeah, tr- tried try, try marijuana but didn't inhale. It'll be someone who, I inhaled a whole lot. It was pretty good stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, who, like, is doing what the majority of Americans are actually doing. And is admitting it, um, is not just pretending not to, and is open to the sort of research you're doing. And will give to universities the finances they need to do the sort of research that's being done in Israel, for instance, all over Israel. I mean, as you know, the cannabinoid system was discovered in Israel. Uh, Was it Dr. Dr. Raphael and Mashalm? Mashalm, I mean, a legend, absolute legend. We've we've spoken over the years, you know, a few times. You know, he he, uh, he thanked me for uh, for the contribution that I yeah. made to medical science. They they are you know as advanced as they are. That's how advanced we're supposed to be. Yeah. That's how advanced we used to be. We gave the world um, uh, the polio vaccine. Two of them. I mean, this this makes no 
sense to someone who grew up in a more right. open area. So where do you th- see things going? You know, right. where, where do, do you see, you said you're what, 53, you said? 57. 57. You know, you've got a full head of hair, so you look younger. <laughs> um, uh, it's the Indian you know, blood. By, by, <laughs> by the time you're 67, do you see this being legitimized? Yes, you, okay. I do. Actually, uh, you know, when when you start, you know, when you initiate, actually, uh, the FDA. Okay, so uh, Doctor Doctor uh, Kenneth Sneed, Doctor Mark Kindy, uh, Doctor Dennis Dorsey, uh, Garen Angel, Mark Coffee, and myself were offered an IND, you know, initiation of a new drug. Right, you know, at the University of South Florida, but I, but they were not going to make me a partner. They were just going to give me credit for uh, for my discovery, and I didn't like that. As we used and to say, so that I didn't 50- give it to them. So they yeah. didn't get the IND. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but They're but GW Pharmaceuticals uh, came after me and told me that I had to stop making injectable CBD because they had. You know the patent, and I told him I I really don't give a blah blah blah, and I because I started this way before you guys even got out of school. How can you have a patent for an entire realm? It's like, um, <laughs> it, it's like LeBron James patent trying to copyright ta- Taco Tuesday. You can't do that. <laughs> no, they can't. They can't. Yeah, uh, you know, to 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 say to say you you own the rights to injectable CBD. No, you don't. Yep, you can't. That's right. Um, it's I, I started it anyway. Yeah, I mean, I was the I was the first person to make injectable CBD or THC. How and much more sophisticated now is the CBD that you would inject than it was then, or is it the same thing? Uh, no, it's a uh, it's I I would say it's probably. Eighty times more efficient. Okay. Now, but not eighty times stronger. Just more efficient. It's a well. There's a strength comes in efficiency. Okay. You know efficacy. So I so if I if you know back then we were making it around uh, you know 0.2 microns and I and today we're you know it would be at 0.001 you know microns. How do you see things so small? I don't. Okay. <laughs> we 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 utilize uh, electronic electron microscopes. Okay. Yeah. Even an electronic mi- electron microscope. What's it look like? Is it just a little dot? Is no. it thing? Uh, a cell. You know the the uh, cannabinoid cells. They some of them are round. Some are flat. You know some of them are elongated. They're you like know, Legos. The, the yeah, you can put them together. <laughs> yeah. But the crystalline, you know, so if you break it down to a to a uh, isolated molecule, isolated molecules are shards. They're like shards of glass. Uh-huh. They're very destructive. You know, you don't you don't want to put isolated molecules in your body. So you don't want isolated CBD. You know, it's a it's harmful. It's potentially deadly. Now you go to CBD a lot. Uh, do you also put most, some- most companies? Most companies today are making their cannabinoids, you know, their CBD products with isolated CBDs, and I and they're making people sick. 
Is there also a touch of THC in there? Because we've always heard that the two... It needs to be there. Yes. The the, the entourage effect. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, our creator, you know, wouldn't have uh, created these plants, uh, you know, without THC uh, unless it needed to be out of there. You know, so the the necessity for uh, the THC to be there is uh, is an absolute yeah and i it it you know you know do we do we need it to be you know 90% thc for it to be a medicine no yeah you know does it need to be you know 0.001 you know for it to be you know safe no it is safe you know it's safe in any amount that you put in your body but then, but when you get into, you know, the nanotechnology, nanosciences that I do, uh, we make, you know, any uh, compound extremely efficient. And let's also remember there are, what is it, 120, 130, 140 other parts to, to the over, cannabis plant. No, there's over 2,000. So over 2,000? Yeah. Well, they yeah. found a few since we last talked. Yeah, <laughs> there was 187. Okay, and I, you know, there was 187 until nanotechnology came into play because I, once you're breaking those molecules up, other compounds, you know, basically open up. And I mean, CBD and THC, while we know they could be nothing compared to some of the others. That's right. That's amazing. You know, I hope I live long enough to see it all happen. You might. I mean, I mean, I. I, I think we're going to inject you with some CBD after this. <laughs> You're going to grow right. some hair, maybe. <laughs> no, we'll have to do that on the next show. <laughs> um, that's, that's, that's amazing. You are amazing. Uh, Christopher Robin Hulliger. Yes, sir. Uh, I appreciate you are an innovator. You are a man. Well, I, I'm seeing a Nobel Prize for Medicine somewhere along here. You'll get your tuxedo out. I've, I've talked to him. <laughs> I like the Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> and you wear a Hawaiian shirt. Thank you very much for being here. Thank, Thank you for being on, on High in the Hog with, with me, with Earl uh, Schindler, your Joanna Belson, your Georgianides. Thank you, everybody. You travel with an entourage. I'm so <laughs> impressed. We'll catch you next time. High in the Hog, it's your one place to find information about medical cannabis, about the stuff that's really the talk of the world. Find us on iTunes, find us on Amazon, find us on the internet. High in the Hog, the podcast.com. That's High in the Hog, the podcast.com. Tell a friend.